This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The Skybet League 2 season follows a long old road, as does the trip to Carlisle. Somewhere along the journey we were going to get lost and see our record ended, something which happened last weekend as 10-man stakes were beaten 3-2 by the managerless side from Cumbria. However, the show must go on and with CEO Carolyn Radford teasing a new signing... So it's a very wet and dreary Thursday afternoon, so I thought, what can I do to cheer everybody up out there? So I've got my keys in my hand and I'm off to Mansfield to sign a football player. One question remains as afternoon becomes evening. Has she delivered? We'll find out right here on the Mansfield Matters podcast, the show for the fans, by the fans across the next hour or so, where literally anything could happen. Some things are guaranteed though. We'll hear from David Flitcroft. We're wrestling, we've, we've hit the bar. When you're chasing your targets, you've got to make sure that you've got other ones in the background that you're also you know, keeping warm. And, and you're spinning a lot of plates. I think that's that's recruitment. You know, every probably six to eight targets that you that you 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 look to speak to, you're only gonna nail one of them. Determined defender Matt Preston. We need to bounce back from it, and I'm sure that we will. We've shown it all season that we can, we can do. You know, we can defend well. And it's it's not in our personality to to accept things like this, and we won't. And as always, take your comments and questions in the live feed. Get involved as always, and in the style of Paddy McGuinness, Mystery Stag, reveal yourself. Steady on, it's a family show. A very good evening and welcome to the show for the fans, by the fans. This is the Mansfield Matters podcast, where as Cam throws his hat off, we have transfer news to reveal. Not one signing, not two signings, but three brand new stags have arrived in the world. First and foremost, let's start by introducing tonight's panel. As always, alongside me, I've got Mr. Nathan Edge. Good evening. Good evening. And of course, Mr. Cam Felton as well. Good evening. And in the last hour or so, the Stags have made their first signing of the January transfer window. And to be honest, Nathan, it's one which we expected, isn't it? Yes, certainly the position-wise anyway. So obviously, it's a goalkeeper in uh, Jordan Smith on loan from uh, Nottingham Forest for the season, well, for the rest of the season. And uh, obviously, given the news that we received earlier this, this this year, 
Well, it was really, wasn't it? <laughs> earlier this week. It was earlier this week. Well done, yeah. Jay Keane obviously. We started well. Yeah. <laughs> Two great, minutes in. Great start. Uh, Jay Keane obviously got concussed. And he, I mean, he was coming to the end of his contract anyway. So whether this would have happened regardless of his injury, we'll never know now. But um, obviously, we did need to get somebody in. Uh, whether he's a replacement for Jay Keane or whether he's well, he's going to challenge for the for the number one jersey now as well. So um, good signing. What do you make of the the signing, Cam? We were we were a little bit we we had to take a couple of minutes and just do a little bit of research yeah. and sort of evaluate things. But straight away you were just like, yeah, I'll, I'm 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 very pleased with this one. Yeah, I'll put I'll blame my mum for this being a I say a cut a die hard Forest fan. Not really, <laughs> but um, yeah. So just grew up listening to Forest from family members and everything so I've actually learned quite a bit off of my mum talking about players and whatever and I can't believe it, that you've learned football, anything in life watching <laughs> watch it football on telly and then just see it just watching football in general if it's on telly but decent quality decent calibre no, knows his grassroots football uh, Ilkeston and Nuneaton he were all level at so he's he, he's been there in the the, the lower reaches of football as well as being up there in the in the top, most of his games came at Championship level, which is quite surprising for a young goalkeeper, especially at Championship level. You'd expect maybe Carabao Cup or whatever FA Cup matches, but most of his games that he's played first team are, are Championship games. You can see him on screen now, pitched in the uh, bottom corner with uh, Carolyn. That was taken uh, no <laughs> earlier today. Um, obviously, looks just like appearances alone. Big, tall lad, and he's got a, a firm grip of that scarf as well. I think he's nearly ripping it in two, isn't he? On there, oh, definitely. <laughs> Showing the strength of his wrist. That's what he's doing, isn't he? It's it's so it's well certainly is, but it's it's a good move. I think we we desperately did need to, to get a keeper, and obviously after the Jake Keane news yeah. uh, anyway I think we needed to do that longer term anyway And I mean for me I know I've been very vocal in perhaps signing the keeper permanently you know you look at the, the, the guy from Berry, potentially the guy from Grimsby as well but you'd only be doing that if you're looking to strengthen that department longer term and I don't really think we are too much because obviously when a legend comes back in and gets back to fitness he's a fighter it wouldn't surprise me to see him back in light training by the back end of the season earlier than expected you'd you'd hope that he would be straight away back into so I think it, it, anyway, he's, so. he's still keeping himself fit if you follow him on Instagram he's still in the gym he's still keeping himself uh, well looked after eating healthy doing things in the gym obviously not straining his knee or anything but he's he's still keeping active which I think is good because if you get you'll get some players where they like do the lightest bit of gym work so they'll like go on a treadmill walk for 10 minutes or whatever but Elegenik's proper taking it took the ball by the horns and he wants and to get yeah. back in goal doesn't he, he wants to get Definitely. back between those sticks uh, let us know your thoughts on the brand new signing obviously at goalkeeper Jordan Smith on loan from Nottingham Forest until the end of the season Stephen's been in touch tonight and says spoke to somebody I know about Smith a big Forest fan says he's a really good shot stopper and made a save against Ipswich that their fans still talk about uh, but said he's not the best at commanding his area early doors Nate what's it about because there's so many different keepers which we could have gone out there and gone on the market what type of keeper did David Flickcroft need to bring to the club I think um, a keeper like Alejnik so obviously I think you can say with the difference between Alejnik and Conrad they are very different styles of keeper aren't they you know Conrad's more of a stop, uh, shot stopper um, probably doesn't command his area the best whereas Alejnik was very good at that he was very quick on his feet he came out and probably fit into our style of play better um, so um you know, I think we're going to have to wait and see what he's like at this level. I, I, 
if, you know, in the comment there, if that's true that he doesn't command his area very well, I mean, but he's coming into a different environment this time, he might feel more confident with this defence. So it depends, for me, I think the big thing is going to be, obviously one is ability, but I, hope, you know, I think that's going to be there. I think the most important thing is going to be the relationship he builds with uh, with our defence. Yeah, he needs to get him, uh, get get the, the bonding in early, doesn't he, and, and get that sorted. We've just put a poll uh, on our live feed. Uh, as always, want you to get involved and get voting on that. Are you happy with the loan signing of Jordan Smith from Forest? Three options, yes, put him in on Saturday. Yes, great cover. Or no, there are better options out there. Let us know your thoughts. And as we said at the start of the show, anything could happen. And could there be more signings today? Carolyn Radford can very, very um, cryptic in her messages on social media. Yeah, so well, obviously, if you'd have seen it, there was a photo of her in the train in the dressing room, training room. What am I Training room, dressing room, yeah, wherever uh, you like, yeah. Uh, in dressing room. Seeing, he'd be great at Cluedo, just saying. Yeah. <laughs> seeing if this space and there was a, a black goalkeeper away shirt hung up. We've had the goalkeeper. There were two other blue and yellow shirts hung up. Could we see some two more coming tomorrow? Who knows? Who knows? Plenty more time yeah, left. Plenty of time. In the window, of course. Uh, we'll see what happens. We'll talk more about that later on in the show, of course. As ever, this is the show for the fans, by the fans. So if you have a comment or a question or anything like that, anything you want to say about the stakes, then drop it in at the live feed now. And of course, if you listen to the audio version of this and you want to get involved with the show, then it's on every Thursday at 6.30 on our Facebook page, <laughs> facebook.com forward slash MCFC Matters, officially-ish endorsed by uh, Carolyn Radford today yeah, so, yes, you know, so we're, we're taking it <laughs> we're feeling galvanised lads we so. are feeling galvanised uh, Steve's been in touch and says a target man is a must uh, and uh, We've also had another comment as well uh, saying that he only needs to command the six-yard boxes. Our three main defenders are strong. Uh, sadly, Conrad is struggling with the basics. So let us know uh, your thoughts. Do you agree? Do you disagree? And get voting on that poll as well. Uh, as always, when we do a poll, we always run through the panel and see what their thoughts are. So, uh, are you happy with the loan signing of Jordan Smith from Forest? Yes, put him in on Saturday. Yes, great cover. Or no, there are better options out there. Cam, what are you going to go with? I want to say yeah put him in on Saturday but you think I've only had what, one day training because he'll have come up today signed all his paperwork trained tomorrow maybe I think it'd probably be risky starting him on Saturday so we might see him on Tuesday but I'd probably say put him in on Saturday Me? I think it's a key it's a real key position in the team massive position actually so putting him in on Saturday when he hasn't really had a chance to settle in with the squad and things would probably be a bit of a risk so um, for me I'd go for second option good cover but I think um, it's going to put a bit, pre bit of pressure now on Logan and if he does make a mistake I don't think Phil Croft will hesitate putting him in there I think that's the key thing isn't it it's getting that pressure and getting that competition back I mean we wish Jake Keane all the very very best obviously if you missed it earlier in the week he played in the reserve game and as we understand it that was the game for Flick Croft to have a look at him him uh, Ben Futcher and uh, the directors all went down to watch that game rather than a 3-1 win which we'll touch upon uh, later later on but that was the game for him to really impress did relatively well by all accounts but the concussion injury midway through the second half obviously had to be substituted and now Blake ended up going in goal because there was no sub-keeper <laughs> um, which ultimately ended him it put him out for Saturday due to whether or not he, he's fine or not it doesn't matter it's, it's, all, it's all about the EFL ruling which in my, in my view is the right thing uh, to do anyway when it comes to a, to a head injury um, so we wish him the very best of luck whether he signs on or not I presume now Nath that he probably won't have him brought in the other keeper but we wish him all the best way, it, yeah. yeah wish him all the best in 
there in what he goes on to do. I believe it's the 15th of January when his contract runs out. So it'll uh, be interesting to see what happens with that one. Um, we did tease in the uh, the start of the show tonight. It's, we said new signings for Mansfield, and we said three, not one, but not two, but three new signings. Long-time viewers of the Mansfield Matters podcast will know uh, that usually there are four of us um, on the panel. Myself, Cam, Nathan and Simon Mercer, who hasn't been with us for the last two weeks. Um, we'll come on, before we come on to that, we'll come on to this. We'll talk about Jake Keane. Uh, the Stags have confirmed in the last couple of minutes uh, the contract of Jake Keane will not be re- renewed after his expires uh, next week the club can confirm uh, we wish Jake uh, well for the future uh, and his endeavours in his short time here and Cam's girlfriend said it will love heart as well um, she so told me about that because she said oh it's just going through on Twitter excellent so, so. Nice. Cam's girlfriend do you want to come on the podcast instead of Cam because you're arguably more used than Cam at the minute so there you go only, <laughs> only joking she's on it she's on it that's it he's good about to he's going to cry now <laughs> you're alright I've only got my podcast you can't take it off me oh well there you go Put your ideas up. Uh, as we were saying earlier, uh, on obviously there's usually uh, four of us. Simon's usually here as well. Um, you won't be seeing Simon very much over the, for, the, for the rest of the season. He will be back with us at some point, but he has had some very life-changing news, and we're delighted to confirm that the Stags have made two future signings in Little Baby Mercers. Uh, his partner Charlotte has had twin boys. Um, Nathan, do you want to reveal the names of the twin boys? Yeah, Nathan and Craig. Yeah, <laughs> twin Nathan and Craig have uh, come into oh, the world. Um, so congratulations to him. No, the real names are Harry and Dylan. So uh, congratulations to Simon and Charlotte. We wish you all the very best, and we look forward to in years' time having the, the boys in the podcast as well but uh, that's great news won't be it? long until they're uh, in the Mansfield Town Kids of Footballing Community on a Saturday morning damn straight definitely yeah. Taking part, and then they'll soon be in the academy, coming through the ranks. I can just see it happening now. That's it. Harry and Dylan Mercer. So I think even a, a, a little mascot for when you're like five or six, you'd still be able to show Craig up with the football skills. Well, he's trying to get me back now, isn't he? <laughs> the thing is, now, now that Simon's stopped coming to the podcast because he's, he's now changing nappies. You've got two options: be nice or walk home. So, just saying. Uh, let's move <laughs> back. Best uh, cup of tea ever. Thank you, see. Thank you very much. It's pretty decent. I'll give you that. Uh, that's it. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, keep uh, getting, um, getting, keep your comments uh, coming in. Uh, let's talk about uh, the goalkeeping situ- situation as well. Um, Peter says the size of Corin Logan's hands. He can't catch a ball, but always punches it anywhere. Uh, the, another Peter says that our back line have no confidence in Logan, and it's. Play- to see that's why I voted to put the new lad in uh, Rob has also uh, done what your girlfriend did and told us the news about Jake Keane uh, Callum says I do really like Conrad and have to say he kept us in it against Swindon last week the relationship between him and the defence was a bit shaky um, Simon says that you have no friends um, I have no friends yeah uh, and he also says uh, thanks very much for the well wishes Danny Rose best watch out uh, Michael says good signing in uh, Jordan Smith please with that one striker next please come on you stags uh, Ian says I'd like to see us playing with uh, I'd like to see us playing with George Grant him and Walker would uh, be a machine to stop uh, <laughs> 
and uh, we've also had comments saying for you to walk home so that might happen we might <laughs> no. put that on a live pod um, and <laughs> Shelley says very proud Auntie the boys do have a stags kit uh, but they need some bibs so maybe, so uh, Mercer family keep your money in your pocket the Mansfield the uh, Mansfield Town baby bibs will be on the Mansfield Matters team they're going to come to you very very shortly indeed uh, we'll sort those out for you uh, that's the least we can do yeah. uh, plenty to talk about then in the show we'll talk a bit more about the goalkeeper situation uh, later on we always like to never have a plan for this show which is which is great um, <laughs> so let's do what we always do and reflect on the last game and boys it was disappointment up in the lakes the second defeat of the season the unbeaten run is over it was a nightmare afternoon wasn't yeah, it yeah it was uh, it was freezing cold uh, it, you, you could just tell it was going to be one of them days and I'd have been happy with a nil-nil draw but well for, for once we've seemed to gone a year back in time we can't start games very well conceding early and conceding late on not being able to see games out and it's just unfortunate I think I think what 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 we were saying in the car was we went with the wrong system went back to the team that played against Swindon uh, instead of team keeping it similar to what played at Grimsby we were just getting penned back they were pressing very high and we just gave the ball away in bad positions and you can't always fault the team I think Dave's possibly got the the team wrong and I don't want to pin blame on anyone specific because you can't really do that and as much as Neil Bishop says he, he had a bad game and obviously the red mist descended and it, he apologised for everything top man by the I, way for apologising oh definitely I think, I think the damage was done before that happened to be honest the damage was, was done way before the first booking the way way before any of that it was done in the first 10 20 minutes i mean when it took i think was it after half an hour we were two 0 down took Elsh, took Elshnik off and for, for Rose. Rose on. it was clear for me and I, again i'm not putting the blame on anyone or, or saying everyone has a bad day in the office we've all we've all had them bish for some reason wasn't on it at that point I'd have taken him off and, and either put Atkinson on or to be fair Rose Rose didn't do a, a bad job but I did change the system as well as, as the personnel yeah. and it would have been Bishop for me that went yeah it was just an off day I think we were all very off and I think what Matt Preston's come out and said in his hear from um, him very soon indeed yeah so well. one of his comments was that it, they were just un, unusual not used to letting goals in and I think and I think when you've got a defence that like right we, we expect this from ourselves so like talking about only conceding one maybe every game but to concede three was a bit of a shock and I think when you've got a defence that expects to be able to keep these clean sheets what is it 12 this season we've kept so far I think it's something like yeah. that so when you've got a, a defence that expects high I think it is a bit of a letdown when we don't get that but it, with a young team and a lot of our players are still learning you've got the your, quality, your older players your Neil Bishops your Christian Pierce, players like that but then you've got a lot of young lads around them still learning still picking up things about the game learning different bits and bobs so let's just hope it's another it's just a blip it's, it's not the end of the season so. I, I think the, the thing for me, Nate, was walking out of the game, and obviously when you lose, Mansfield fans in the past have, have 
ten, tended to sort of, you know, head for the nearest tall multi-storey car park and, you know, it's like, like the world's yeah. ending. Yeah. Yeah. But everyone was just, was, was strangely positive. Yeah. It was, it was a very weird feeling. It, it was, uh, so I, I, I made the, the wise decision last minute to, to not go. Now I'm going to go with you, wasn't I? But, uh, yeah, actually, I, I, I have to say, as much as I, I love you and uh, as much as I value you as a friend, I'm really glad you didn't because then I'd, I'd have to drive. drive I, know, so. I was thinking that. I thought yeah. you'd have to drive. It's a long a way. I had a lot of things to do at home and stuff like that. My, my ex-guy dog was coming and stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, so there's a lot of things at home. So I didn't, I didn't, didn't go, but I did listen to it on iFollow. And uh, I remember sitting there at home at, uh, I remember having a feeling at uh, 45 minutes. So when the half time also went, thinking going to be tough we've just been sort of I think we was having half day but also we, we were coming up against the Carlisle side that was very much in form and they were playing with confidence and I think they, 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 they were them playing credit. with a little bit of as you say you've got to give them credit but they were playing with a lot of fire and anger in them as well because obviously yeah. Sheridan had walked out on them the day before yeah. and yeah. teams can go one or two ways they can implode or explode so yeah and I, so I think that went against us in that yeah. sense so I think that was an issue and then 46 minutes so as we kicked off for the second half I remember thinking this could end up like Oldham ended up there a few uh, a few weeks back where they lost six 0 because obviously half time had the news that Bishop had been sent off and things like that. So I was thinking, well, we had an uphill battle at, at, with eleven men, but doing it with ten, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm worried about a second half. But actually, when the final whistle went, I, I was actually a lot more pleased than I was, um, you know, those, those previous two times. And, and yes, obviously, it was disappointing that we lost, but. The manner we played in that second half, where we didn't actually roll over, I, you know, like I said, I was expecting a six-nil, and actually, we nearly, we nearly did the unthinkable, and nearly came away with a point. So, I genuinely think if we'd have scored five minutes earlier, or we'd have played ten minutes more, we'd have taken a point, and if we'd have had eleven men, we'd have won that game. Oh, regardless definitely. of being two-nil down. Definitely, I, I think had we have had eleven men, we wouldn't have conceded straight after scoring our first goal. To be honest. No. That was the problem, wasn't yeah. it? Because we were pushing, and then you, you're going to leave yourself open at the back anyway, exposed. But when you've got ten men, you're doing that even more. The problem was, Flitcroft had obviously it, it started second half with a four-two-three, brought Atkinson on and sort of tried to shore it up a little bit. And the back four worked because it stopped them getting in behind and stopped them getting at, at the wings with the wide areas where they exploit, yeah. where the two goals had come from. We scored that goal and straight away chucked Matt Preston up front to try and get back in the game, forgetting that we only had ten men. Mm. And then they can't. What we should have done there is changed it and brought Butcher on or Khan on and gave them something else to think about and put them on the back foot. Mm. But instead, we put ourselves on the back foot by forgetting the, num the numerical disadvantage. Yeah, and it's it's, Matt, it's fine margins, isn't it? It's, it's, <laughs> that, that's the thing. It's, that's why I felt so much more positive because I know. Cam earlier referred back to last year where we were conceding early goals and late goals, etc. But last year, our togetherness as a team, we, we didn't have that. So oh, we got year, spanked. If that would have been last year, so we would have we, we, spanked 12 0. We there. certainly wouldn't have got a goal back, that's for sure. And it, you know, it, and it would have, I, you know, I'd, I'd put good money on us conceding a lot more. So to, for us to fight back the way we did, even though absolutely everything was against us, um, I think we can take a, a hell of a lot of positives out of that. And I, and I hope that second half doesn't, hasn't knocked our confidence too much because if it did end up 4-0 we might have been going into Saturday thinking hold on a minute we've just been uh, we just had a pants pulled down you know there I'm not looking forward to going into this game on, on Saturday but actually now they can look back and think you know we was actually unlucky with 10 men against an informed team to not come away with points so let's go out there now on Saturday and let's 
get back to winning ways because we, we know we're good enough. And so I think what Dave will have done as well is is, is, is a look at it objectively and said, actually, you've, you've got yourself back in the game, you were up against it, and technically on paper, you've won the second half. Oh, definitely. Uh, and I think going back to what Nathan said about last season just thinking the one that springs to mind was Swindon at home we went a couple of goals behind under Evans and obviously against, again Dave. against Dave and we imploded and I think I don't think the players will have taken too much on board from that game because it won't be the first time we did it last season this season it just doesn't happen and I think the mentality is a lot more positive and if, if you follow I can't remember who put it I think it was Jacob Mellis they were all at the training session did a training session and then it was like uh, the race of the slow it was like a clip of just uh, Gibbo and Mellis racing each other on uh, from hilarious half, halfway line to end at pitch and it's like that it didn't look like a team that had just been beaten a few days before they looked happy full of confidence they're not rolling around so, in misery are they over yeah, not dwelling on it which exactly is and not sat there feeling sorry for yourself because we know what it's like doing that because we how many games did we lose last season? Exactly. Because we don't we, ask me we, to record. I've done more than we have this season. Yeah, definitely more than two. <laughs> well, we got such a high, and then we crashed, and we didn't win for ages. I can't remember when it was. There was a uh, long run. October. Yeah. All them draws. Yeah. And so it knocked his confidence, and then we finally got winning again. So let's just hope it's just one blip, and we're back to his form self and. I think it's a positive that we've got two teams that aren't so informed coming up at the mill of all places as well. We look most confident at the mill. Keep your comments uh, coming in. We'll hear from Matt Preston in a minute or so as he gives his reaction uh, on that uh, defeat at Carlisle. Uh, I'm going to apologise now because I, you've commented three or four times and I, I don't know whether you've got a, a silly name as your first name or not. I'd, I'd say that's Sin. And not yeah. But that might be a nickname, I don't know. So I'm going to apologise if I got it wrong. Sin, Sin Atkins, uh, I'm going to read your comment out because I feel bad for not saying your name. If I've got it wrong, blame Cam. Um, <laughs> you say, uh, maybe Carlisle were just glad to see the back of the show and they were on fire. As we said, you know, it can go one or two ways, can't it, when a manager walks out in the way uh, that he did. Uh, let's hope he continues to go downwards uh, <laughs> in his new role. Yep. Uh, Peter says, uh, explain why it's not one or two players that have an off day, uh, but the whole team in the first half. Second half was slightly better. Again, I think it comes to that mentality thing. I don't think one or two players have a bad game. I think when one player has a bad game, it affects everybody. But the point is that we managed to fight and, and do what we did in the second half. And an extra man, an extra five, ten minutes, it's a different result, isn't it? Uh, and I think Rogers hit the absolute nail on the head. Uh, he says, you can't win them all. It was a bad day at the office, but we're still in a great position. I expect to win against Yeovil. Hopefully, I'd like to see a new striker come in, similar to the lad at Gillingham. can't remember his name. Uh, we certainly would uh, like to see a new striker come in. That's definitely an area we need to improve. And the big thing tomorrow is to get all three points and a clean sheet. Not tomorrow. I know what I mean. Yeah. On Saturday, <laughs> uh, to get all three points. It's because tomorrow a Mansfield Town team will be playing, 
uh, Jersey Whitaker girls are going to be representing Mansfield Town Fair in the under-13s girls cup follow Mansfield Town football and community on Twitter to keep up to date with that uh, anyway uh, little plug for work there there you go <laughs> contractually obliged there you go can I ask for a pay rise now probably not uh, let's hear from Matt Preston as he gives his uh, reaction uh, to that 3-2 defeat away at Carlisle uh, he was speaking to I Follow Stags after the full-time whistle here's Matt Preston as the games panned out, it's, I think we were unfortunate. Uh, you know, we we were down to ten men second half. Um, you know, they, they played some good stuff. You have to take it. You know, you have to hold your hands up. There were a few, a couple of their goals were, you know, very very good goals. Um, you know, we'd, we'd we'd killed ourselves in terms of you know we were two two goals down and we went down to ten men. So the second half was always going to be an uphill climb. Um, you know, I thought when I got my 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 goal to make it two one, I thought. You know, I thought we had a fighting chance, and I thought we'd given ourselves, you know, a foot in the door, so to speak. Um, you know, unfortunately, it just didn't pan out that way. It was a big blow to us when we when we come off the pitch. We're not we're not used to conceding one at the minute, let alone three. Um, but again, you have to give them props where it's due. I mean, I think the first two goals that they scored, they were they were good goals. Um, but yeah, like you say, it's not it's not it's not what we're about, and we we need to bounce back from it. And I'm sure that we will. We've shown it all season that we can. We can do, you know, we can defend well, and it's it's not in our personality to to accept things like this, and we won't. Stakes defender Matt Preston speaking to I follow Stakes after that three-two loss at Carlisle, and in the second defeat of the season, and he vows can that the Stakes will fight and will bounce back, and that's exactly what you want to hear from the dressing room. And to be fair, he's got a history of being brutally honest with the truth. Remember, bury away. Yeah, just. It's not yeah. acceptable, we'll put it right. And boy, did they put it right. Oh, definitely. And I think we, we've cut conceding late goals out. And I think, f- fair enough, we're not going to get absolutely perfect every game all season. Because if you did, then you won't be playing in League Two, basically. So let's hope that we can turn everything around. And it's not a massive wholesale changes that need to happen, though. That's the thing. It's not like we need to like, change our entire game plan. Because we were playing some good football, especially in the second half, even with a less, uh, one less man, we were still playing some really good football, some decent-looking football, and looking very attacking, and players not giving up on the ball. And I think a prime example of that is def- the second goal from uh, Tyler Walker, where balls just played up towards the strikers. Hayden White has gone for it, collided with the keeper fairly. And it just shows that hunger and desire not giving up on it because he could have just let that go and be like, keep his ball. And we're back to square one again. Hayden White, top target man, Nate. Definitely. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> just, just what we need. Danny Rose is his best defender, Hayden White's his best striker. <laughs> so as, long as, as long as you've got 11 players on the pitch, that's all. Fine that's if you've got man, B, C, D, and E, and F, that's fine. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's 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 what we last need. season when we had plan A and. Nothing and capitulate. Yeah, yeah. plan A and capitulate. I like that. That's great. Get that on a T-shirt. I like that. Mansfield matters branded T-shirts. We are, we are Mansfield matters mugs. So yeah, what about Which, Mansfield matters branded T-shirts? Yeah, have we still yeah. got any left? Yeah, oh yeah, there's still some left. Yeah. You got one? Get on Facebook, Twitter, message. Yeah, seven hundred pound. <laughs> Limited edition. Limited, limited, limited edition. edition. Yeah. And to be honest, they're buried in this room somewhere. And to be honest, I haven't got the energy to dig uh, them out. So. Antiques now. Yeah, they are antiques. <laughs> Don't worry, though. We'll have some. They're in that box. Yeah, they are. Well done. Uh, <laughs> we'll, we will have some more Mansfield Matters mugs, though. And Mansfield Matters memorabilia. Because Legends Live 
it's coming back stay tuned for more on that at a later date uh, let's move swiftly on though and continue with the here and now uh, let's give you first and foremost the results of uh, the first poll earlier on we uh, revealed the news that uh, we've signed Jordan Smith on loan from Nottingham Forest he's a goalkeeper and we were asking are you happy with the loan sign of Jordan Smith 80% of you said yes let's put him in on Saturday 20% of you said yes he is great cover time for another poll and it's all about uh, following on from um, from Saturday um, who should replace Neil Bishop on Saturday of course Neil Bishop was sent off at Carlisle Camp in the uh, dressing room at half time and was booked uh, just before the break and obviously the referee didn't really leave enough time for it to simmer down it sort of boiled over and reached the climax when it squared up Will Atkinson came on the second half and had for me a very decent game but who should replace Neil Bishop on Saturday the options are on as far as what I've done is I've gone for players who weren't in the team who haven't been starting of late um, so I've gone for Will Atkinson Callum Butcher and Otis Khan or other if you want another play, if you've got another player to suggest put it in the comments so of those three options please um, I think probably Otis Khan I think it offers something a little bit different I think Atkinson's a fantastic player but I think he's also a, a fantastic player an impact sub someone to bring off the bench like he did on Saturday came, uh, came on at half time and uh, did pretty decent so yeah it'd be good to see him in the first like straight in the first team but I think he's very much a, an impact player more than a, a 90 minute so and especially with Otis he's got twice on Tuesday Wednesday Butcher scored twice interesting I'd probably say Otis yeah, and of think, course against his, his old team. Yeah, so there was a little bit in that. Yeah. What about you, Nate? What if you were if you were Dave? Who would you be putting in the side? I know I'd uh, want on that list, but obviously he's not fit. Obviously not. Uh, yeah, it would yeah, be yeah, Macca. Yeah. Uh, I think he would he would be the perfect uh, player to uh, to come in for him. But, but obviously, near, yeah. obviously he's nowhere near. But he's on the road to the great. Uh, that they've posted wasn't it this this week yeah yeah. so um, they're on the comeback which is great but obviously looking at those choices I mean Butcher obviously in the reserves he has put his name forward probably uh, you know he's made done well in the cups as well hasn't he yeah you know maybe maybe he's given himself a a real good chance you know this could be his opportunity to come in and uh, stake a place in the team so um, it's difficult to say because I don't think at the moment, we're going to squad. I don't think there's a replacement for Neil Bishop. Uh, this sort of role he does, I don't think there's anybody else that does it anywhere near to his level. So um, you, you're going to look at a completely different style of play player in there. Uh, but for me, I'd probably go with um, at the moment. I'd probably go for Butcher. Keep your comments coming in in the live feed. Uh, Ro- uh, Roger asks, does Butch come in for Bish on Saturday? He asked that just before we put the poll out. Uh, Callum says, yes, I think either Butcher or Atkinson to come in and do the job on Saturday. They're both very capable and would like to see Butch. Um, I hate it when you get a comment and then you read it and then it flicks <laughs> it off. Read quicker. I can't. Uh, they're both very capable and would like to see Butch put in another good performance after his goals with the reserves. Stephen says, I think a middle three of Manis, Butcher and Carney also adds, uh, don't forget that Timmy is supposed to be injured, question mark. Um, I've heard, that's not the first time I've heard this. Yeah. 
today, which begs the question, if he was injured and was taken off for being injured at Carlisle, why on earth did he bloody start? <laughs> my, my, my theory is he's not actually injured. It's just so they don't get recalled. I like it. January transfer. Yeah, I you like know, it. So, I, uh, I like it. Once the deadline's gone, straight back in, no messing. Definitely. No messing. Patrick. No messing around. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, again, if he is that, that's obviously two changes you've got to make. I'll come to my thoughts in a second. Uh, Shelley also adds, you can't replace Bish. He's been outstanding, but Khan came with great reviews and needs to step up to that. Two goals isn't isn't enough. And yes, I know he's been out injured. Again, when you play, he's, he's been back for probably three or four weeks, but when you've got a side who's on such a good run, you can't make these changes. It's only when you get the the changes, isn't it? Like, Unfortunately, Atkinson. To be honest, I know, I'm she's very I'm very favorite. disappointed that she's not said <laughs> Atkinson. I, I bet she's voted for Atkinson. Probably, yeah. Probably. But, no, yeah. But, but on that, on the, on the Khan thing, I mean, um, yes, he's only got two goals, but he's actually still quite high up in the stats. I, mean, I don't know where they get his stats from, but he's actually quite high up in the um, creating chances. So, and he's not even played that much. So, actually. Um, I, I don't. I, I I think he's gone missing a lot of games. To be fair, I don't think he's been quite a player that we've expected. But um, you know, if he's back, some players, whether he's carrying injury for long or that, we don't. We sometimes you don't know everything, do you? So you know, give him another chance. We'll see what he can do. Um, Peter adds. Uh, Flickcroft said in his interview it was a tactical sub uh, for Timmy, so Timmy should be okay for Saturday. For me. <sighs> I think there's two things you can look at here. We've been playing some really good football in the 3-4-1-2 and I've been a big fan of it. But second half, again, first half we got torn apart and teams knew our Twitters, which was suck us in and then hit us over the top on the counter. Easy. Swindon did it and we nearly lost the game. We got away with it. And I think, to be fair there's probably three or four games over the Christmas period where we've actually got away with being poor and being not being hurt on the counter and I think when we changed the system on Saturday at Carlisle albeit the hand was forced so that back four with two sitting in midfield and then three attacking you're adding another player on top of that in a 4-2-3-1 I think we've got a good chance there so my I would go with not fussed about the keeper that's another debate for another day back four of Hayden White Pierce, Preston Mal holding defensive midfield two of Mellis and Atkinson with Khan on the right I'm going to go for Butcher in the middle CJ on the left with Tyler up on his own which then means that you've got like a front four almost that sort of T the front four T which can all mix around CJ can go up one can drop wide Butcher and Khan can swap the middle positions Butcher can push forward one can drop wide it's so flexible for me I think that change of system might just do a little bit of good a bit of freshness which we need and as well give players like Butcher and Khan who we're begging to see the best out of give them the opportunity to play in those free roles well, exactly, and like you said, how are you supposed to change something that's don't change something that's not broken? Simple as. And last season, when we'd got some games, we'd be changing players every game. Sometimes we'd have four players changed. Some games we'd have no changes at all. And it's like complete opposites now. It's like we don't we don't want to change everything, but now we've got to because obviously Bitch is suspended. Uh, whether Timmy will play I don't know or not whether he's injured but we're being forced into changes and I think we've actually got some decent players to, that have 
got back up. We're not we're not forcing players into positions that they've not played or they're not comfortable in playing or capable of playing. So, we, fair enough, we might see one or two changes there, like over, we'll probably see two changes on Saturday and then I'll probably see another two on Tuesday night from Saturday's game. But they're still quality players and we've not seen the best of what a lot of the players can bring this season everyone's we've seen some good games we've seen some bad games so I think I think now's the time where we need to start stepping it up with it being the back end of the season coming up to the back end of the season now we really need to start pushing on we've got two games in hand over teams below us and a team above us so and the, the teams around us to play as well exactly all but Bury we've got to play all them teams again we've got to play Forest Green twice yeah. So one's at end of the month, but they are, we're, we're definitely going to be mixing it come end of April, early May. So I think we just need to start putting start putting the gas pedal down now and really start motoring on. We can't can't draw so many games now. Shelley asks in the comments, "Is Preston out? Is he seems to collect bookings?" That's an interesting one for me. That I'm a bit of a geek, so I do like to collect. What, do you, what do you mean? <laughs> no, never. Uh, I do like to sort of have a like write down the lineups and put who's got cards and that sort of things. And Matt Preston's yellows seem to be highlighting more and more and more. But uh, I thought he'd be suspended early January time because he seemed to collect five bookings Is that then. But yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, yeah. one, a couple of them were in te- in cup games, which I don't separate because I just yeah. put them all in one thing. Um, and then two of them were two of the yellow cards that you picked up at were check a trade, which exactly, is yeah. separate. So. Which is separate, yeah. uh, although it should mean might mean that it's I don't anyway. Yeah. Uh, and then obviously, like you say, it, they sometimes do get rescinded in January anyway and start afresh. So yeah. Yeah. it'd be very interesting to, to have a look at that. I know one, one man well, who will know, so I will drop him a message and see. if it does, but go on. All the team news is obviously we'll be about Jake Keane because A's not allowed to play and B's left as well. Uh, Jordan Graham, twisted ankle, possible possible ligament damage, still waiting to hear back from that. He'll miss that. Um, David Murphy only played 45 minutes on Tuesday, Wednesday, whenever it was. Fantastic news, though. Great yeah, news. fantastic news. Yeah. Uh, he'll be missing. Mac is not back yet, but they're looking at. What was it two weeks until he's yeah, he I think it said two weeks before he starts playing the reserves and then uh, Dave will be out as well as lo- as well as Bobby so yeah. no so uh, yeah interesting one interesting one they've got quite a few uh, players talking about the, the players that you'd uh, put in potentially Saturday obviously with Bishop being suspended for one game um, people are saying about Danny Rose um, James says Possibly, you could possibly put Rose in. Uh, Mark says Rose doesn't suit our style of play. What do you make of that? I mean, it's, it's an interesting one with Danny Rose. Everyone looks at him and looks at his goal-scoring record last season. Obviously, top scorer, different system, different mm. style of play, different player on, on, on the flip. What do you think, Nate? Does he or doesn't he suit the snake style of play? I think he he gives us a different option. Um, I, you know, I probably want to say that. He, he doesn't suit it I just think he's, we've seen him in a different role he's not yes he's not getting the goals which is obviously what you want to see from any strikers which I think you know will come sometime I think we say it every season with Danny don't we we sort of need one just to go off his backside or whatever just to give him a bit of a boost and normally when that happens he starts scoring but 
I think he offers something different. You know, he's very good in the air, which we all know. Uh, which we, when he's not in the team, you know, we we haven't really got that up front. Um, and he's he's hungry. He's, he's got the link up play in there, which again we haven't been used to seeing him doing as much. So I I still think he, he can play in this in this team. I think he's a valuable asset. I think he, the word, the key words that he said there with the link up play. I think yeah. when he drops into that sort of deeper role and sort of comes box to box to, to collect and get things moving, it'd actually be a, probably a good midfield player to have and rather looking at him as a as a as a target man. He can play. He can run. His his vision. His passing's good. His defend, defensive work is is good. I think he's we'd be a lot worse off without him in the team, whether he's starting, coming off the bench, or what. Oh, definitely. I think you look back to best the, defender. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> you look, think back to the Northampton game. It was the fact he was there, adds the ball away. Timmy runs upfield and scores. That link up between play between him, CJ, and Atko in this on that on that right in front of tunnel. Very nice link up play, very very nice. And even recently, Stevenage when he's heading that ball back across. So. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's a different game to what he played last season. He was the goal scorer last season, but I suppose we are playing a different system. We, yeah, it doesn't have. He's the target man. Whereas last season, you'd probably think Kane Emmings was the target man more. And they've switched between the two, whereas this season Danny is the target man. So it's more people his, play off of Danny. I look at him more as an attacking midfield player, really, cause he, the, the deepness he drops to come and collect things and to try and get play, and that seems to be his, his game to sort of drop deep and allow players like CJ and Tyler to push on and to bomb forward and, and get the wide players into play, and he'll just sit in. Plays more in the hole. Put it this way: if we didn't have somebody doing that role, which you know, I, I think we're probably saying we do need someone, and I don't think he's a bad player to do it. So um, you know, I, I'd probably give him more of a chance to actually playing that role a bit more and see how it goes. And end of the day, I, I certainly wouldn't be looking at letting him go in January because we're short in that position as it is, and I think he's too good to let go. You know, especially with our weakness in that area at the moment yeah certainly so well let's give let, give me a definitive answer then we're going to wrap up the uh, the poll and then we're going to hear from David Flickcroft give me a definitive answer your Dave who are you putting in for Neil Bishop on Saturday regardless of changing formations who is taking Bishop's place on the team sheet uh, Otis Neith Butcher you're going for Butcher I'm going to go I'm going to go against you but I'm going to go Atkinson I'm going to go. I'm going to go Shelley, Shelley's new best mate. Yeah, I, th- I think I'm just looking at this as well because it tells me on here it tells me who's voted for who, and Shelley's definitely voted for Atkinson. That has definitely <laughs> definitely happened. Uh, we'll reveal those uh, results uh, now for you. Let's uh, get those on there. Uh, Will Atkinson's got 23% of the vote. Callum Butcher with 46% of the vote. Otis Khan with 23%, and other uh, is 8% of the vote. So that's your players like Danny Rose, etc., etc. Be interesting to see who he puts in. We'll talk a little bit more about the Yeovil game and the Crawley game as well uh, in the next couple of minutes or so but it is a transfer window as we say we've made one signing uh, today in the goalkeeper Jordan Smith we'll talk a little bit more about who we feel we need to to uh, bring to the club and what areas we need to strengthen in a minute but first let's hear from Stag's boss David Flickcroft as he talks all things transfers uh, and all things uh, transfer movement are there irons in the fire or is he happy with his lot obviously things have changed this week with the injuries as well we'll talk a little bit more uh, about that in a couple of minutes or so but first 
David Flitcroft. Greg's been in the building maybe two two weeks, you know, and we've we've had some late meetings, we've had some really um, in-depth meetings. Um, there's a lot of work going on behind the scenes, as there always is. Uh, and there has probably for about four weeks, you know, you see that once the window opens, you know, that means that, you know, we've not been dormant, we've been we've been working behind the scenes on trying to um, you know, bring players in at the minute. Um, I think everybody's in in a similar boat where they're all reassembling squads, they're all rebalancing squads, um, and and like for me, the first weeks almost a wrestle. The first the first two weeks at times can be a wrestle, and and some players might not want to go out of the the club they're in, and then you know that that club that we're we're looking at will suddenly get. Uh, a player in from from maybe the championship, so you know that'll move and that'll free up. And, and we're just in that moment at the minute. We we we're, we're wrestling. We've we've hit the bar. When you're chasing your targets, you've got to make sure that you've got other ones in the background that you're also you know keeping warm. And, and you're spinning a lot of plates. I think that's that's recruitment. You know, every probably six to eight targets that you that you 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 look to speak to, you're only gonna you know nail nail it nail one of them. So you know, a lot of work behind the scenes going on, um, and and we are getting closer. Listen, football's one of them where until you see the signature, until you see that that paper uh, that the the agreement's signed and it's done, and legally it's done, then um, you know you've got to be really guarded. What we have got now, and and I think this is really important. This is a different Mansfield now. You know, we've got the training ground for people to come and and look at. We've got um, a staff that are absolutely dedicated to improving players. And, and we're showing that we've got a team that's you know up near the top of the league. Um, we've got fantastic owners and a really stable, um, a stable board and a stable uh, ownership group. You know, which is is really important to to agents and to, uh, to to make sure you've got stability in terms of recruiting. And we're looking at players and the players that we spoke to. Do they want to come to Mansfield Town and work under us and work for this football club? Absolutely. There's been a real shift, a shift in that, and that's something that. Um, and and it, it's not for the money. They're not coming here for the for the cash or for for that last windfall or that last journeyman that just wants a little pay up. You know, they're coming here because they know that they're going to improve. They're going to get better and. Uh, and we've got a real good chance of promotion, and that's the the thing that excites me when you know we speak to these players, and, and I can sit in front of me me board yesterday and and speak to them so confidently on that that we've um, we've we're in a really good place as a football club. Stakes boss David Flickcroft there speaking to I follow Stakes. If you want to watch that in full, then you can do so by visiting MansfieldTown.net forward slash I follow. Uh, he's speaking there about pushing on and getting promotion and bringing the right players to the club we were talking a little bit early Nathan about the fact that the goalkeeper brought into a lone player we were saying obviously for us uh, as a team as a future we only needed a lone goalkeeper in that area yeah. but there are other areas where we actually do now need to go out and spend money especially up front in that striker area because as we alluded to before Jordan Graham as you mentioned Cam is out Injured. Yep. Don't know how long that's going to be for. Craig Davis is constantly crocked, um, you know, then, which only leaves you a handful of strikers with not a lot of experience. He doesn't seem to fancy Amari uh, in there. In fact, he's, he's actively said he wants him and Anderson to look for moves. Yep. 
Um, so we've got to go and spend, haven't we? Yeah, yeah well, and, and you've got Walker who's only on loan as well, so you've got that aspect as, as well. So um, certainly that is obviously the, the, the key area. Um, that's why I think it's important that you don't go and splash money on a keeper. I know we spoke about how fantastic it would be to have the likes of, uh, is it McEwen at, at Grimsby yeah. or is it Murphy? Joe Murphy. Joe yeah. Murphy at Berry, like two class keepers. But if you want to sign them, you're going to spend a lot of money, whereas actually that money could be well spent elsewhere. So, um, you know, I, I think we're certainly going to be actively looking to strengthen, you know, the, the, the forward positions. Um, so, but I say it's going to be it's a difficult thing. You know, a lot of clubs are trying to do the same things, but let's just hope that our club is a, an attractive uh, aspect to, to players out there. But you've got to get the right players. You can't, you, we can't do what we've done, what we did last year, where we just throw money at it, because then we end up with people. Um, you know, who are coming for the wrong reasons, for the money, and then when it when it doesn't work out, they sat here on loads of money, don't want to go, and you can't get rid of them. So uh, we don't want to do it not can't we? Do we? So um, yeah, I think yeah. they're doing the right thing. You know, I, I you know it's taking time, but you've got over that. But I think the one big positive for us, even though it's a negative, about these injuries that have come up now, I'd rather it now than in a month's time because we could have been sat here thinking oh you know we're doing well only lost two all seasons we've got a great squad and not strengthened but then these injuries could have come in, uh, in a few a weeks bit, time it made yeah. us wake up and which is a good a good thing like I say we don't want to see players get injured but actually it's shown us that actually you know in a month's time if this happened we could have been struggling with, with players who have got in, the, in you know in this small squad so it's not it's not a bad thing but it was good timing that's all I can say yeah good time it's not a great thing to happen but it's, it's good timing all the same and I guess the thing is they come you know Nathan mentioned about it being an attractive club and players obviously wanting to come for money not splashing the money Flickcroft has sort of alluded to the fact that Mantua aren't going to do that the recruitment's going to be right with Greg Abbott playing a part in that as well and John and Carolyn but compared to where we were 12 months ago we are now surely for a player a much much more attractive club to come to a club who's in the top three, top four, uh, a club who's pushing for promotion, a club who's committed to developing young players, whether you're brought in or through an academy, a club that's got its own training complex, a club that is really is going in, in the direction, whereas a year ago, it was sort of, we are going in the direction, but the dots of, the I's have not been dotted, the T's have not been crossed, and it's all if, but some maybes. Oh, definitely, and I think a massive, massive positive, I think, is what, well, it was released a few what, less than an hour ago hour and a half ago about uh, Smith joining and what is said about joining the club having good feedback from Tyler and I think it, it's a good thing that I think Forrest have been watching Tyler because I think it's helped get that deal over the line they won't want to send a really good player to a League 2 team if it was the wrong place for him to be you've got to you've got to nurture and develop the young players and he is fair enough he's, um, Jordan still played ne- nearly 50 championship games for Forest. he's still a young lad though he's a very local lad literally down the road South Normanton and it's it's the same thing as Tyler you've got to have somewhere positive you've got to be somewhere that they want to be it can't be too far away it's got to be around family this that and the other and there's that many different things you've got to take into account because we've got players before that would be on loan and it'd be like, like a bit like Callum Butcher we bought him in from Millwall family and all that we're still living down in London 
wasn't happy here well he wasn't he was happy but he was wasn't ha- happy well he was homesick yeah. yeah so he went off to Billerick for the rest of the season and I think we've got to look on personal side of things as well we can't be like oh I want to go and sign a player on loan from Newcastle Sunderland yeah. Plymouth miles away because it's logistically it's not going to work and you've got to keep players happy because if a player's not happy they're not going to perform the, to the best of their ability ties in well with what uh, Rogers asked Nathan would you be looking for a John Marquis type striker yeah <laughs> well he's, he's, he's scoring could, in League One so uh, someone comes in for CJ wouldn't have him or Danny Hilton, someone like that. Just see, it's, you know, then are they going to drop down a level when they're in, get you know, starting for their teams in in League One? It's highly unlikely. Ah, money talks, though, doesn't it? Yeah, but it shouldn't. I know. That's oh, what, I, mean, that's, I, I, I know it does. But um, do we want to be signing players who just want the money? Like, it's a difficult. I don't know. Sometimes you can sign a player, splash cash at it, and they'll come in and perform, and you just look at it like, you know, some money, money well spent, but. Sometimes you, 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 know, you splash the cash, they come in and you can tell they're not here for the right reasons and you're thinking that was a big mistake. And I don't think we're that club that want to make that mistake. We want to do it the right way, don't I we? I don't think we are the club that will allow ourselves to make that mistake anymore. Yeah. Also, I wouldn't be bothered if we spent money on Mark or someone like Marquis just because he's only Doncaster based. It's not that far for Radford to make that trip pretty much every day. So For me... I think we need to do a little bit like we did in the conference. Not as bad, but we need to buy from rival teams. We need to get. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Yeah, you know, in, in our league, league you, you, by getting out those players, by getting those players, you're weakening them but strengthening us. Obviously, don't get like the George George Pilton just to sit in the sand. We don't want that. We want them to come on the pitch, and we don't want to try and you know we're not going to do it from every team. I'm just saying, go to the likes of I don't know Berry and and, and go for Nicky Maynard or you oh, know somebody know. who's up there challenging with us. And the only way you're going to get them is, is you know, you're going to you have to pay a bit of money, but you know they're not just dropping levels for the wrong reasons. You, they're, they're still competing in the same league, but you're weakening the other teams. And that Christian Dodge. Do you know what? Three. You just yeah. literally take it off my tongue. That's the interesting one this week. Well, obviously, with that deal collapsing, whose side of the story you do believe? Because both are dodgy chairman. I mean, one eats <laughs> leaves. Um, I'll leave but, it out. Oh, no, I'm oh, sorry. Geez. Leave it alone. <laughs> uh, it's, it's an interesting one there, but they seem to. They've seemed to now have no intention of selling him, so there's a little bit of intrigue there about whether they've played the con- the, the contract card a little bit, tried to yeah. get a little bit of money in, but played the, the loopholes of the contract. Well, I suppose the thing is that Bolter and under a transfer embargo. But then now their chairman said that they're not. So Well, they are. <laughs> the FA said they are, and I believe the FA. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, that's that's that thing. So that was obviously done before it was... Uh, before the tr- embargo came in so theoretically his loan went through but his transfer wouldn't yeah, be able to go else. through but again right. are they going to well, I mean it, the issue about location is not a massive thing so obviously it was up in Bolton anyway which isn't uh, that so, far from, from here and yeah. to be honest do you want to be playing for a club in, in Forestry and you, no disrespect to them they're, on, they're in great form and they're up there but will probably fade off towards the end of the season and won't be sustainable in oh. League One or a club like Not Mansfield. sustainable in this league, never mind. Or a club like Mansfield who are a building good building blocks for future and have several Gregs on the doorsteps. Well, <laughs> you can still revisit your forest dream roots with a vegan sausage roll. Yeah, let's not go down that debate. We'll be here all night, so <laughs> you can get yourself a pasty as well, like you would do in Bolton. Yeah, and our chairman is a McGrath like uh, like theirs. 
Yeah, yeah, I get it. I do get I it. Do, yeah. yeah, I was expecting a bit well, more yeah. implants for Webb. No. <laughs> but I tell you what, the one thing is, I, I, he shouldn't be allowed to play uh, in our rearranged fixture for them because he wasn't on their list. You know, he wasn't he wasn't their player when it was called off. But obviously, he will be able to. But anyway, yeah. Um, I, I, you, you, you could look at that and think it'd be a great player to get in, but they're probably going to be looking for the same sort of figure. So do we want to go and spend a million pound on a player? No. But exactly. we, we, we probably could. As Roger says, though, uh, to ensure promotion, I think de- a decent frontman will seal the deal. If they don't, it's more likely to be playoffs. And to be fair, we do need strikers. I don't think we should be looking at the loan market at the minute because we're going to be, if you look at our squad, we're going to be struggling in terms of what's actually allowed. You're only allowed, what, five loan players in a squad. If you potentially bring Smith into the equation, uh, you've got Smith, you've got Sweeney, you've got Elshnick, you've got Walker. That only leaves you space for for one more. And you potentially, you know, if you're potentially looking to bring somebody, well, that, in. that's the starting lineup, isn't it? Yeah. So, um, for clarity, it, it, yeah. say it was nine in the squad. No, you're only together. allowed five in the match. You're only allowed five day, in the match day squad anyway. But nine, so, but nine in the. Court. I don't know whether there's a restriction on. Right. How many you? Yeah. Know, you could have forty million for all I know. I, I don't know, but I know right. it's five. It's like, yeah. I know there's another rule that you can't. You can only have two long-term loans from the same club. I think. Yeah, well, so I think that puts Forest out of the question straight away. Well, not not one really. No, it's one short term, short term in six months and a half season. And one's yeah. a full. One's full season. Yeah. Yeah. there's so many different loopholes in contracts so these days but, I don't read. But, like, but like you say I think um, I like was it Roger that said in the comments I think actually getting in that striking out could be the difference between us securing one of them top three and, and playoffs because uh, we are weak in that area you know although we're doing well um, it only takes an injury to to one of them. Yeah, it's already started to happen now. But or a suspension, or a suspension, exactly, absolutely. So um, you know, and you, you just look at that, and you think, you know, we we seriously do need someone in there. So I think um, obviously we have our targets, but I think we've got to get someone in regardless, really. Unless something goes, we're just going through the team. Unless something goes drastically wrong with the goalkeeper department, that's sorted. Defense is pretty much fine you've obviously got Murphin who's on a slow comeback but he's coming back in he'll probably start to come and be involved a little bit more yeah. late February time he's played his first 45 minutes and that's great to see um, I'm hoping there's no recall um, in the Sweeney deal obviously Stoke with now with a new manager they could potentially look at look at that he's played fantastically well up for PSA that, fans player thing, of the month. I think Stoke could be more likely to splash the cash and buy someone yeah, to I, I would as well. Just, yeah. but yeah. the point is there's that worry there well, so yeah. hopefully they, they don't do, don't do that defence therefore is relatively fine you've got Macca to come back in midfield you've got so many midfielders you don't so have to thing, touch that area it's yeah, the strikers yeah. Yeah. so that's thing you, you talk about Mac. Have, have we missed him We've been getting the results without him. This is the problem. Well, we haven't missed him, but when you start He's getting players, you miss will his influence. Miss him. We will miss him. When, you know, with, with the likes of, you know, obviously Bishop's only a one-match ban. But say if he was injured, for example, and he's out for a month, you'd miss him during that month because he would be the perfect player to come in. So we've, we've not had Macca since what August, September. Yeah, early September so, time. If if we can get Maka back and get him back to match fitness, and we can get the Maka back that we had earlier this season, then 
top it's, top three. Not only have you got a good so utility player to play wide or central, you've also got a bloody leader. Oh yeah, that leadership and that desire to go and win games and to see you through games and get back in games is what we'll see as. I'd rather be central than wide though. Yeah, I would have so back, back to last year's debate. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think it, what it goes back. Recycled old podcast. Yeah, I was looking back through Twitter and it, it was just something that popped up and it was just talking about Alex McDonald. He went back to Oxford. Uh, mid-December to be like a guest of honour yeah and whatever. Of there, isn't it? Yeah. yeah and he basically just said he was heartbroken to leave Oxford but he's found a club that he's fell in love with and I think for, for someone to come out and say that when like they've been a, pretty much a one-man club the whole career or the best days of the career I, th- I think it's it shows that he is wanting to get back he is he's getting trying to get as far as he can and I think the injuries really hit him hard because it's like you see him every day on social media or whatever and he's always like I need to get back training and it's going to be two weeks before I even set foot on a on a playing field again so I think well, most, more importantly that comment I mean he didn't even have to say that because the chances are probably none of us would even ever hear that comment so for him to say that is a, I think tells you a lot about his attitude and we say that about a lot of other players that the attitude you know, I've banged on about it in numerous podcasts about CJ's attitude well that's what you want to hear from all so your players thing, have we got, got. it's like again have we got someone that can hit a free kick like Matthew can exactly it's, I know Timmy can do it but we've not it's just those options isn't it so set pieces set is probably piece where we've, yeah. we've lacked a little bit of I mean I know we've got a couple but yeah, it's it's this, if I was to say there's an area where we are inconsistent it's the set pieces yeah. and not, to bring Maka back into that equation not beating the first man or being yeah. over hit or whatever I'd say out of every 10 corners probably one's decent yeah and uh, all right, we tend to score from 50% of that one but I think going back to Saturday how many times were they not even reaching the first yeah. man or they were just straight down the keeper's throat and I think it was just a tough game to deal with I think mentality took a, a massive hit and let's hope they can just A shake it out of the system and B just carry on as we were we can't let it get to us and we've just got to keep playing yeah certainly so well obviously we've, as we say you've got to keep playing we've got two games coming up uh, this week get involved with our final poll at the minute it's a very simple one um, we've lost just two games now this season with that defeat at Carlisle after playing 25 games two losses in 25 games is phenomenal yeah. uh, it's fantastic uh, so we're asking can the Stags replicate their form in the, from the last 25 games and gain promotion this season simple options yes or no Cam definitely yes Nath why not yeah I'm going to go for it as well you've got to back your team haven't you uh, get voting on that but two tough games for different reasons coming up over the la- over the next uh, week or so first and foremost Nath Yeovil on Saturday at the One Call Stadium a team who started relatively well but due to Budgets, players, and, and what have you have, have dropped off the ball and now are in relatively bad form. They're third from bottom, haven't won in the last five or six. It's these games, which are potential bananas, Managers. especially when you're going in after defeat. Is Darren Way gone? When did Darren Way go? Sat yesterday, I think. Sat yesterday, well, there you go, list <laughs> as well. Yeah. It's a banana skin of banana skins, isn't it? It's a lorry load of banana skins. Yeah, well, let's just hope the old manager leaving thing doesn't give Yeovil a boost like it did. Uh, Carlisle but I think being at home given where they are in the position you know they don't, it's, it's different isn't it to Carlisle they, they were still on a good run whereas Yeovil certainly aren't so I, I think we've got to win we, we've got to win our next two especially with them both being at home we've absolutely if we really are serious about not, not saying if we don't that's it because that's not no. the case but 
I think if we're really serious about certainly the automatics, these are the games that you've absolutely got to put to bed. And I think we've got to go out there. I think we've got to start fast. Early goal, and we'll be okay, I think. Also, we've got to make the Miller Fortress, and yeah, we've only lost one. We need to make it as hostile and as intimidating as possible. We don't want team. We need teams to come here and, and fear us. We we don't want them to be like uh, galvanised to come visit us and, and come and get some points. We need to be solidified. We need to solidified. We need to make it intimidating we don't want teams coming here and playing their way we, we, like, we need to be coming into games to be like you're going to play our way or you're not going to play at all so I think uh, we really do need to start putting the foot down a little bit more and make teams pay and I think if we get a, if we get a, a Yeovil team that we played against early in the season we probably should have beat that team to be honest yeah. early doors yeah so and we're a different team to them. Oh like, yeah. You know, so um, you know, I don't want to jinx it, but I don't see any reason why we should struggle. You know, we we're such a different team to them, and that and it wasn't a bad team then, and we no. still probably we like growing, we still we? should have won. But now we're absolutely different animals. So, um, <clears throat> like I said, I just think an early goal would be key because that'll just settle everything down and then kick off from there and smash them. And then obviously nice. you've got Crawley <laughs> coming up in that game in hand. Uh, in midweek, obviously, they're a bit of a, a indifferent side this season. Not really doing bit of a bogey yeah. team for us, aren't they? They are. But we've, we've been getting rid of those bad omens all season. So oh yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely. But I, I think it'll be a tough game. But let's just hope that those that have already got the tickets from the original game game keep them. Yeah, we, we need as many people as we can this season now. Yeah. we really need these tendencies to start creeping up we need to start supporting the team properly now and I think as long as we can get the support then I think the players will react mm-hmm. to that and we'll we'll get where we need to be come the end of the season yeah. well, on the point of, of supporting the team I, I, to be fair the last uh, couple of months it has been pretty good mm. since Stephen away in particular was, that was uh, one of those yeah. games where you you know you expect us to drop off especially with conceding in that you know the end of the first half but we spotted them all the way through and there's been even a lot of comments from opposition fans I think it was Barry for example they said fair play to us we played well but also the, the crowd you know we, we backed the team throughout the whole match and I think that is great we, we continue doing that obviously we're performing well the players are responding to it you can see that and then um, that the, the attendance are slowly creeping up as well so we just need that to con- continue really another highlight of that is as we said at the very start of the show the, the attitude after Saturday it wasn't deflated was it it was more of a well it had to happen sometime we've got it out of the way let's go and respond now and the best way to respond is with two games at home in quick succession so prediction time let's start with uh, Yeovil on Saturday Cam 3-0 Stags Nate <laughs> 3-0 I'll go for 3-0 please 3-0 3-0 uh, and of course uh, Crawley on Tuesday Nate 2-1 obviously Ollie Palmer's going to score so <laughs> obviously <laughs> always 2-0 uh, 2-0 I'll go for a, a tighter game but I'll go for I'll still go for 3 goals from Stags I'll go 3-1 uh, and we'll get over the line whatever happens though it, it's got to be uh, points on the board that is pretty much it for this week uh, Roger says we've got to be ruthless in the next two games I want to see resounding victories uh, and Peter starts. The, Peter says the start of a new unbeaten run against Yeovil got used to not losing and I liked that feeling do you know what 
I like that feeling too. Do you know what other feeling I like? Feeling galvanised, feeling solidified, but also when your CEO tweets you, so it's like there's a signing in a minute. We're back next Thursday at 6.30 on our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash MTFC Matters. Wouldn't it be great to be talking, sitting here talking about six points and potentially new additions as well. We'll keep our fingers crossed. From myself, from Nathan and from Cam, thank you very much for watching, thank you very much for listening and for getting involved as well. Uh, final congratulations to Simon and his partner Charlotte for bringing little baby Craig and little baby Nathan <laughs> into the world. Uh, we know that you're going to be fantastic parents. We're looking forward to seeing you on uh, future podcasts uh, in the future. Get yourself down to the One Call Stadium on Saturday. Good luck to Jason Whitaker's girls tomorrow in the Under-13 Girls Cup. They're representing Mansfield Town. Can they go on and progress and get towards closer towards Wembley follow Mansfield Town Football and the Community's Twitter for that if you are involved in walking football all of the football and the community activities are back up and running they'll be back up and running uh, on Saturday with the stale day club for the kids age 5-15 and of course uh, the walking football for those who are old older over 45 and the blind football yeah well. I don't get paid for that <laughs> uh, thank you very much for watching thank you very much when's that back Nate? Well, we are back, we're, but we're back now. We, we trained last Sunday, so yeah, we're all back in action. So if you know anyone blind, it's probably highly unlikely, but give them a noise, let them know because they can come and try it out at Stags. Uh, so. But you know, there's this blind football thing on at Stags that you can get involved in. You've seen me, I'm there. useless, so there's no point me playing. Well, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Uh, thanks very much for watching, thanks very much for listening. We shall see you next Thursday at 6 30. Uh, until then, this is the show for the fans, by the fans. Why? Well, because Mansfield always matters. We shall see you next Thursday. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.